With the 14th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Vincent Poirier, Javante Green, Robert Williams III, Jimmy Ogilvy, right, Brad Wanamaker, Daniel Tice, Dennis Cantor, Taco Fall, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, from the University of Connecticut. And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. I uh, had a little technical difficulties this Friday on my end, uh, so sorry for the late episode this week. But Sam and I are back with another special guest this week. We have Smart Water on. And per usual, I'd like to start off with a, a little little fun question to start the episode. So uh, let me ask you this, uh, Smart Water. What is the most overrated pizza topping, in your opinion, if you eat pizza at all? The most overrated pizza topping is pepperoni. Really? Would yeah. you like to ex- explain your thoughts there? Well, I'm a big pineapple person on pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and honestly, pepperoni just gets like all the hype, but there's really nothing there. Really? Like if I was trying to get a little bit of spice, I would do crushed red pepper or something. Okay. Wow. I- I'm a big fan of pepperoni myself, but I also love pineapple. So I can see the argument. Sam, what do you think? I, I usually just kind of get cheese on my pizza. I think I think pepperoni is kind of overrated too. I don't love it. Wow. Um, I'm so plain. If I do get toppings, I usually get um, tomatoes and green peppers. Okay. Probably my favorite. Uh, I've never tried pineapple. I bet it's good because I do like pineapple, like a, like regular pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know you usually get a lot of hostility if you mention it on pizza. But, you know, <laughs> I'd sure. imagine it would be okay. So, yeah, no, I like it. Pepperoni might be the most overrated to- topping. Maybe wow. bacon. I don't love bacon. Yeah, that's what I think what bacon's I was overrated say. in general. Yeah. I don't okay. love it. I see that. I see that. I like pepperoni in my pizza, but I also do love uh, some pineapple. I actually used to despise pizza when I was a kid because I didn't like uh, – the only place we had in our town, like, when we were younger was – when I was younger was Papa Gino's. So, like I, – and I didn't really like Papa Gino's pizza, so I just, like, didn't eat pizza at all. So I, I was one of those weird kids who would always just not eat pizza at the pizza party and kind of do my own thing. But, that but yeah. is weird. What yeah. kind of kid doesn't like pizza? <laughs> uh, me, apparently. I grew into it, though. I grew up and I developed the correct taste buds, I suppose you could say. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Cool. So pepperoni, I guess I got outvoted, is the most overrated pizza topping. What did but, you um, say it was? I said bacon. I think I'd agree with you there. I just I just don't know the hype. Like bacon on pizza. Bacon in general, like yeah. It's it's good, but I I'd rather have like ham. Like whenever I go to Dunkin', I get a ham egg and cheese instead of a bacon egg and yeah, cheese. Yeah, I do too. It's yeah. actually kinda of funny. Wow. What? Do, do you get bacon? <laughs> uh I mean honestly I, I like bacon much more than I like straight ham, especially okay. on like pizza or a sandwich. Hmm. I, I also that. I guess I'm super biased here because I'm a vegan. Oh, okay. Okay. That's probably a tough life to live. <laughs> How long have you yeah. um, been vegan? Um, Almost a full year. Wow. That's crazy. I, I don't think I could ever do that. I respect it, and I, I, I'm impressed because I, I don't think I could ever uh, switch, especially growing up eating meat and everything my whole life. But 
it's impressive to me that people are able to do that. Uh, more power to you, I guess, because I could, uh, yeah. could never switch to that life. Um, but getting into the Celtics, they played their first game this past Friday. Uh, I actually was out with my, my friend social distancing, of course, but I had to bring my laptop in a hotspot and ignore them for two hours because I uh, had to get the game in. You, you went out during I, the game? I didn't know I made plans. But I did ignore them for two and a half hours straight. They got mad, and I w- only watched the game on my laptop. Like I did so not you just say nah. Like I'm not going. I tried. Good man. Things are happening today. I tried. I got peer pressured. I got big time peer pressured into uh, going to see my friends because I haven't been able to hang out with them much. Obviously, the current conditions. But uh, at this point, I kind of wish I didn't watch because it was kind of a rough showing uh, for certain people. Uh, good game overall, I would argue, but it was tough. What are your initial uh, thoughts, Mark Water, from the game uh, against the Bucks? Uh, so in the first quarter, I was kind of like, "God damn, like this is what how it's gonna <laughs> go." But overall, uh, I'm really impressed that we stayed in it, mm-hmm. um, especially considering that like all of our starters had negative uh, plus minuses. Yeah, and yeah, like I don't know, so we didn't. Our our best players didn't really have their best games, and we somehow almost won the game. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Tatum himself, even just like alone, Tatum alone was just horrendous. It was tough to watch the whole time, but uh, I don't know, Sam. What do you think? Um, I I overall thought it was a solid showing. I I wasn't yeah. discouraged, but I was more encouraged than discouraged, especially because Tatum was terrible and they almost won. Yeah. Um. I thought Kemba was really good in his time that he was on the floor, which is encouraging because he hasn't really played in forever. Yeah. And I thought Marcus looked great. I thought Jalen Brown was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Tice was solid as always. But <clears throat> I think a lot of people put too much emphasis on the referees <clears throat> in the game. I do think the call, the like when they stopped the game, when yeah. Giannis hit Tice, I think yeah. that should have been a foul. But aside from that, I don't think I think they got the the block right at the end of the game. I don't. You're not supposed to move once they jump. They got the call right. People weren't happy, but that's what it is. They also um, missed the uh, goaltending on Hayward. That was a five point swing. But you know, oh was, yeah, when the ball was hanging on the rim, that's right. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know how swing. you missed that. Yeah, exactly, especially after you're blowing your whistles the whole game. So. That pissed me off a little bit. It is what it is. Uh, I, I was just really frustrated when Giannis, you know, punched Tice in the groin and didn't foul out of the game. That that kind of got me heated because I, I feel like that was clearly a foul. I mean, if you're if you're going to review it for a hostile act, how is it not yeah. even a common foul? That just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but I guess let's talk about Tatum for a minute before we get into the positives. Might as well get the, the negatives out of the way. Uh, smart party, are you worried about Tatum at all, or do you think he'll just be able to bounce back in the future games? Um, I think he will bounce back. I I remember Scal saying something along the lines of like players like Tatum, where they're kind of more of a skill player. Um, it takes a little bit longer for them to get back into their rhythm, and so I honestly I'm not that worried. Uh, obviously, that he's really played a horrible game, but. I don't know. I'm hoping he's not too upset about Deuce not being there and uh, he'll yeah. be able to come back. 
I mean, yeah, he didn't make a real field goal till the third quarter, and then that was the only one he made the whole game because I don't really, I don't really count the one that the Bucks tipped in the, uh, themselves. So, Sam, what do you think about Tatum going forward? I'm kind of worried about Tatum. Uh, I he hasn't looked good really at all since they restarted any of the scrimmages. He had a nice quarter against Phoenix, but that's Phoenix. Um, I don't. I mean, I obviously don't want him to not be good, but I'm yeah. I'm a little worried at this point. He hasn't really shown shown out at all. Maybe he needs a haircut. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I, th- I don't know. He's figured out. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully he bounces back today against Portland. Yeah. Um, because if the Celtics are going to be successful, they need him to be able to play. He yeah. can't be going two for 18. Like, all he has to yeah. do is make maybe three more shots and they win the game. I agree. I agree. What, what were we going to say there? Uh, yeah, I think I've been thinking about the fact that we don't have a crowd. And I think that might be affecting Tatum, too, because he really, like, heats up and gets into it. Um, yeah. And so, I, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Good point. I, I, I didn't even really think about that. I hope he'll be fine. I think everybody in Boston hope he'll be fine. Uh, hopes he'll be fine, but you never really know in these situations. I'm happy, like uh, I think you mentioned Sam, or maybe it was you, but Smartfarter, but that we were able to keep it so close, even though he played probably the worst game of his career. Uh, I saw I had Sixers fans all over Twitter saying Ben Simmons is better than Tatum, and I actually saw an image that. Uh, you know the picture of Wilt when he's holding the 100 and how you can, like, Photoshop players with their own numbers? Uh, yes. Someone yeah. Photoshopped the number five with Tatum, and it was just, like, a greater than sign, and then it was Embiid's one-point or zero-point game and Simmons' one-point game <laughs> over their own heads because, I mean, as bad as Tatum's performance was, Ben Simmons dropped one in a playoff game and Joel Embiid dropped zero against the Raptors, so... I can't really complain too much because at least Tatum dropped five. <laughs> and the Sixers would be even more happy. It's great to see TJ Warren. I saw somebody complaining that they lost yesterday like because now they have like a bit of an advantage on the Pacers. Yeah. Or no, the is... Pacers have an advantage on them. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's and upsetting, I guess. They're more you know, likely but... to play the Celtics in the first round. Yeah, but I mean, if they're losing to TJ Warren dropping 53, I don't think they're going to be <laughs> – too, too much of a problem for us in the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not too too worried. I guess about the Sixers. Do you think we should avoid a first round matchup with Philly? Smartwater, are you not concerned about them? Um, I was actually just thinking about that today, looking at the standings. Like I, well, after watching the Sixers game last night and Ben Simmons, I still would rather have Tatum in the Celtics, but. <laughs> I think it would be nice if we can avoid the Sixers mm-hmm. in the playoffs and have them, you know, lose and get out of the playoffs on their own. Uh, but with that being said, I, I'm i not that worried about them if we have to meet them in the playoffs in the first round or something. Uh, yeah, I think especially since it's a rivalry game, maybe that's what, we, what Tatum needs to get – you know, going, especially like if Kemba's minutes are just gradually increasing, I think we'll be good against the Sixers if we have to face them. Yeah, 
I would agree too. I think there's too much going on with the Celtics. I don't think the Sixers have the tools to stop it. Uh, and especially if Embiid and or Simmons has a bad game, who's going to be your next scorer? Tobias Harris is having a terrible season. Shake Milton put up one field goal attempt last night. So I feel like we'll be okay. Sam, what do you think of Philly in a matchup with the Celtics? Well, I, I'm not really intimidated by the 76ers, but obviously you'd rather play the Pacers than them. Yeah. Just, okay. just for the longevity. Just so you can get, I, I wouldn't say easy wins, but easier wins in the first round. I mean, this season the Celtics have dropped three against Philadelphia. Granted, they probably shouldn't have lost probably two of them at least. And yeah, they dominated Philadelphia for the last three or four years. But it's just a, it's just a different team this year for the Celtics. So you never know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still not super intimidated by Philadelphia. Ben Simmons isn't really shooting. That's a problem for them. And until he does that, I don't think they're a real threat to the Celtics, at least. Yeah, no, I, I feel like we'll be fine, as I said before. I think there's just too many weapons on the Celtics. Uh, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and apparently Giannis is complaining about officiating? He, yeah, I'm pretty Giannis. sure... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm reading it. It says Bucks Giannis Antetokounmpo on attacking Celtics Campbell Walker. Uh, back him down easily. He's going to try to reach or he's going to try to flop. I go slowly, slowly. The goal isn't to score, it's to find the best shot. Uh, the refs are not going to let me play with Kemba. What? What are you talking, bro? You get every call in the book. Why are you sitting there saying you're going to get? Ugh, that kills me. Because he's getting the LeBron treatment now. Would you guys agree? Like exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's, uh, oh, I couldn't agree more. It's just like he drives to the lane, and Tice will have his hands up, not move a muscle in his body, and Tice will still get called for the foul. Tice is ranked seventh in the NBA in fouls per game, and he does not deserve that title in the slightest. It's ridiculous. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the new LeBron James in the sense that he gets every foul call, and I would argue. LeBron doesn't get as many foul calls anymore. Sure, he gets more than the average player. But I think Giannis and James Harden now get the most foul calls in the NBA by far. Well, what do you think, Sparkwater? Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, uh, I think the, I think Giannis is – it's really like – you know, I don't want to go so far as to say that the game is like totally, you know, rigged or anything. I just <laughs> think that they don't want to see like Giannis foul out at all. <laughs> And yeah. on the other hand, Tice, the war on Tice is about as real as it gets. <laughs> yeah, no, it's rough. Tice, Tice can't catch a break. Either he's getting a dumb foul called on him or he's getting punched in the groin for no reason at all. Uh, Sam, what do you think about Giannis being the new LeBron? I think Giannis gets a lot of help. Um, the the one against Wanamaker, that foul was awful. Yeah. Um, I don't really... I don't really think you should be getting foul calls on a fadeaway when you're against a smaller defender like that. Yeah. Especially ticky tack foul like that. I mean he kicks his um, leg out forty feet too, so which is an offensive foul now. Um yeah, if you can true. hear that, I'm very sorry. I hope you can't. I can't um, hear anything. What's going on? <laughs> uh <laughs> my parents are yelling at the five year old we're watching for the week. Today's the last day. <laughs> What do you do? Goodness. You get in trouble? I don't know. He's just crying about something. <laughs> I can hear it now. That's funny. Yeah, now you can hear it. I'm going to tell can him I to leave? shut up one second. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay.
Dude, people need to start spanking kids again, I swear. Oh my god, what is he crying about? Is he okay? I don't even know. He said he wants a hug. Aw, that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. No, he doesn't deserve a hug. Oh man, okay. Uh, did you tell but, your yeah, parents to Giannis, shut up? Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you, getting you tell your parents to sh- did you tell your parents to shut up or the kid to shut up? I just kind of told them we were recording and they were like, all right, we're going to take him outside. God, I'll cut this out. It's fine. You can just continue about the honest. You can keep it in if you want. It's kind of funny. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it in. I'll just cut out the pause where you leave. Uh, continue. What were you going to say about Giannis? Uh, he's getting a lot of foul calls on things that shouldn't necessarily be fouls. I'm also a really big advocate that jump shot. There should be far less jump shot fouls. Okay, like on um, the, like kickouts or on the defender. Uh, on the defender. Okay. If you're taking a jump shot. And unless you get absolutely hammered, you should not be getting a foul call. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree with that. Especially, I mean, the Celtics do it too when Kemba comes off a tie screen and pulls up. Kemba does it too. I, if you are, mm-hmm. if you're purposely jumping into the defender and not shooting in a natural motion, it should not be a foul okay. on a jump shot. Oh, I, I completely agree. agree. I think yeah. that's ruining the game these days. Nobody shoots like that. When you take a regular jump shot, you don't jump like to the side. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. I know Jimmy Butler did something. I was watching the Heat Nuggets game, and uh, Butler got an offensive rebound, didn't even land, and just put a shot up because he knew he was fighting for the rebound. Then he got the foul call. So it's was well, different. It's it's an off. It's like under under the basket, you can jump into people. No, he was in the mid range. It different. was like a long rebound. It was like a long rebound. Uh, yeah, no, he was like far mid range shot. Like it was, it was definitely. Yeah, if you're much. if you aren't. Like, if it's not a natural shooting motion for a jump shot, it, I'm not even saying it should be an offensive foul. It should just be a no call. Yeah. Like, I, you're you're exploiting the game. Like, you can't – you shouldn't be able to do that. That's mm-hmm. terrible. And I know some players, like, naturally kick out their leg a little bit. And so if the defender runs into the leg and you fall, like, during your natural shooting motion, I guess I can understand that because, like, that's how you actually shoot. But if you're going to, like – jump in backwards while you're shooting the ball. Like, I mean, Marcus Smart, like I said, Kemba, do it too. I guess it's just all part of exploiting the system that everyone else is getting to exploit. But it's just, it's not fun basketball. Like, whenever we play the Rockets, I can't, like, I know, Sam, you talk about this all the time. I can't stand to watch the Rockets play basketball. I watched a little bit of the game the other day after the Celtics game, and, like, I saw, it it didn't even look like they hit Harden, and they called a foul because he, like, flailed his arm a little bit. Like, I don't understand what's happening differently to him than someone shooting a regular shot with a contest that they need to call a foul. Yeah, no, it gets ridiculous. It's one of my least favorite teams to watch. I mean, I guess speaking of that, Smart Partner, who's your least favorite team to watch? Is it the Rockets and stuff like that, or is, do you have another least favorite? Honestly, for me, it's probably the Mavericks because Doncic does the same thing, and I yeah. also really don't like Porzingis. Interesting. Really? Why is that? Uh, I think he's had some controversial uh, stories in the news about, you know, him uh, yeah. being kind of creepy or whatever. Mm. Uh, and also, like, I don't know. I just I don't like the way that he plays. I feel like he's kind of a little bit of a dirty player. Interesting. I've never heard that take. What What makes him a dirty player? I, I haven't seen anything. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't – I just think, like, he – in the paint like he'll he'll kind of do he's similar to Giannis in that like he'll get fouls called on him that I don't really think he like deserves to get 
and I don't know. I guess I just I'm, I just I guess I'm just biased. Uh, I just, no. yeah, I don't like. Fair. No. Yeah, no, I got you. I just haven't watched any Mavericks games this year, so <laughs> I can't really uh, back you up, but I believe it. I can see Porzingis being the type of player to do kind of what Harden does and Giannis does, but in the paint. So he's not like an actual big man. Like, instead of being Shaq, he's pulling a James Harden and like like falling down on a post-up play. So I, I can picture that happening, which is probably not very fun to watch, but yeah. Uh, I can see that. Sam, would you say the Rockets are your least favorite team to play? I know you talk about uh, – or to watch. I know you say Yeah, for time. sure. Yeah. They, uh, they need to, like, change rules to make what they do, like, not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, they're it's exploiting a- the game. Like, I don't know. You should just not be getting as many free throws on three-pointers that they do. It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yes. If you're taking a three-pointer, you are not earning the contact. Couldn't agree more. Uh, ironic, because the Rockets and the Mavericks are the two best offenses in the NBA right now. Well, of course, <laughs> of course uh, Houston is, because they're, first of all, mm-hmm. D'Antoni does threes and layups, and that's it. And then they're getting all the free throws. So, mm-hmm. of course, they're going to be a top offense. Yeah, Dallas, I, I don't watch Dallas. I know Luke is a stud. Best but, rated offense of all time, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Luca's really good. I do like watching Luca play just because it's uh, impressive to me how he can get around people. And I, I don't think he does it as much as Harden, but he definitely does exploit the NBA's referees to some degree. Uh, but, yeah, Rockets and Mavericks are definitely tough to watch and tough to play against. But uh, bringing it back around to the Celtics a little bit, we talked about Tatum, how he struggled. Uh, let's, let's switch it over to some of the heroes of the game. Uh, Daniel Tice, I know we mentioned it for a brief second, but I personally think Daniel Tice is the key to the Celtics winning a championship this year. I wrote an article about it in June. I wrote something for the Celtics Journal about it today, actually. Um, But I think he's a huge part of what makes the Celtics team so special because you can throw out as many scorers as you want onto the floor, but if you don't have a big man who can defend and even stretch the floor floor a little bit out there, uh, you're not going to be able to do much. What do you you think about Tice, smart quarter? Um, I completely agree. Tice is really crucial uh, as we play, you know, teams like the Bucks or even the Sixers if we have to with like Embiid. But at the same time, like uh, in the Bucks game a couple nights ago, I was really surprised that Brad didn't play Robert Williams at all because mm-hmm. I think that he is, you know, a good uh, like addition in, in addition to Daniel Tice. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree with you. Like Tice is the center that really spreads the floor for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think, Sam? Do you agree with that? Yeah, like all season, I've been saying how like I really feel like he's like the perfect replacement for Al Horford. He does mm-hmm. everything that Al Horford does, but like he's just like kind of under the radar about it. Yes, um, he doesn't get all the recognition that Al Horford would get or the hate that Al Horford would get when he was here. So I think he was an absolutely perfect replacement. He really wasn't getting any of the time that he deserved last year because they had two solid centers ahead of him. He was really solid his rookie year when he got hurt, uh, but I mean, before he got hurt. Yeah. So he's, he's definitely great to have on the team. He's definitely the best center the Celtics have. Um, as far as Robert Williams goes, a lot of people complain about him being in position or not being in position. So, like, I don't know. It's tough. I feel like he would have had a hard time guarding the perimeter against Milwaukee because yeah. they like to stretch the floor. 
The Lopez brothers. I can't believe they're both shooting threes now, man. That's so crazy. After watching Brooke in uh, uh, Brooklyn for so long. Wow, I never thought of that. Uh, after watching Brooke in Brooklyn for so long, I, I would never even imagine him stepping out to the three-point line just because he was always just this low-post player <clears throat> that would just get his buckets that way. Uh, and Robin Lopez shooting a three just baffled me because I knew Brooke could do it after last season, but that is just ridiculous to me. Oh, I think man. that's like a similar aspect with Tice versus like Rob Williams. Tice can really fire from the three when mm. he wants to. And so, yeah, it kind of pulls like Giannis out there, for example, you know? No, yeah, 100%. It's huge. Like Tice sets a nice screen, which he's great at, by the way, uh, for Kemba or Gordon even. Uh, they go around it, draws both defenders to the lane, then they have either kick back out to Tice, kick to the corner, just opens up the offense completely because Tice can shoot the three. I think it's huge for the Celtics. But uh, speaking of Celtic centers, I was on Twitter yesterday, I believe, uh, and Adam Taylor put out something about how he was surprised, I think, that they didn't play Cantor more maybe. Uh, not that it was necessarily a bad thing because Cantor isn't the best defender, but someone came at him and said, I feel like they should be giving Taco Cantor's minutes because he's a better player. And I thought that was the most egregious sentence Jeez. I've ever read <laughs> in my whole life uh, because just Taco's just so not ready at all. Uh, but that did bring me... Casuals, uh, man. <laughs> no. It brought me to the question, do you think that Taco Fall will ever get significant minutes on the Celtics team? Not this Celtics team, but the Celtics in general. Uh, Smartwater, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, (laughs) you know, I, that's a good question. I think Cantor has really amazing moves in the post and you can really tell that he watches film on like Kevin Mm -hmm. McHale and stuff. Um, and Taco seems like he's still struggling in the league. Um, and what sucks is he'll be in the post and, and just be a little off on his shot and it kind of leaves us struggling because like we're kind of when he's in there, you know, I feel like we're relying on him and it's more focused on the paint and uh, closer shots. Uh, ideally, if he's able to get stronger or, you know, a bit more confident, maybe um, that would be nice because <laughs> he yeah. has the size that uh, Cantor kind of doesn't all the way, as much as Taco does. Um, but for right now, I really like Cantor in the post, and I think he does a lot for us that gets kind of ignored. Yeah, I, because, I agree. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Sam, what do you think? I feel like Cantor gets a lot of unnecessary hate, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. I, I like Cantor. I mean, I don't think he's always the best player, but I think he does what he does really well. Really nice having someone you always know is going to be there to clean up the glass. But, you know, he does lack defensively. He's awkward. Taco has a lot of work to do. I don't think Taco's a lost cause by any point. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's obviously not ready yet. And his name's really big because of his size and everything. People that don't follow the team or anything don't understand, like, why he's not getting time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like – it's it's I'd imagine it's really hard to be coordinated when you're that big. So him being able to do what he already does is pretty impressive. And you know he's also had he's, I mean of, he's only been playing he's he's only been playing Taco for like a few years. 
I don't think he's been playing basketball for that long at all. At all. Yeah, no. I, didn't he start playing like when he came over here, like a couple of years prior? Like someone was like, "Oh, you're really tall. You should try basketball." And then he came to the states and immediately just played Division One hoops, which is kind of crazy. And almost beat Zion in the tournament, by the way. That was crazy. That I watched that game. I, I was pissed that he didn't win, but. No, yeah, it, it's got to be tough, like you said, Sam. Being coordinated at seven foot five, like I, I'm six foot, and I'm falling over anyways. So uh, it's, I can't imagine being a whole foot and a half taller. But uh, I hope he can develop into something. But I think at this point, he really is just a raw talent. Uh, similar, I would say to Robert Williams a little bit. Obviously, Williams had more skill coming in. Like defensively, he had athleticism and everything, but just a very raw talent that needs to learn. Like how the game works and where to be on defense and how to just get those shots to go in. So I hope Taco can eventually be something on the Celtics, but for now, Cantor is, in my opinion, clearly the better option. Uh, even over Robert Williams, I would say Cantor's in the depth chart above him. Uh, and then, I feel like Taco in, in no way is a lost cause. Like yeah. I was saying, he, he definitely seems like he's not content with just being there. He He wants to be able to make an impact. He wants... Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to be like a good player. He doesn't want to just be on a team because he's tall. He wants to work. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's just going to be like that for his whole career by any by any means. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah, wrapping it back around to the Bucks game, which we've been talking about. Marcus Smart, I think, just was the only reason the Celtics were in that game at all. Uh, he just looked like superstar throughout the whole game. Like he was hitting threes. He was doing classic Marcus things on defense. I just really think he's another catalyst, just like Tice uh, for the Celtics winning. I think every piece, the, I would say the top six. Yeah, top six. So Kemba, Jalen, Gordon, Tice, and Tatum, and Marcus, uh, they all need to play well in order for the Celtics to win. And I think Tatum not playing well cost us that game. And they don't even need to play like great, just as long as they all play well. So if, like, Tatum had even put up, like you said, Sam, a couple more shots, like 10 points instead of five, and then Marcus had that big game still, Celtics would have won. So my question to you is, uh, Smartwater right now, do you think that the Celtics, I guess what I exactly I just said, do you think all of them need to play well, or do you think if Marcus can have a game like last night and step up, uh, gives Tatum the opportunity to take a little bit of, I don't want to say a rest game, but a little leeway to not perform as well? Like, do you think they have a little... Uh, like they're in a unique position with that many stars on their team, uh, like three players averaging above 20 and Hayward averaging 17. So do you think that is a good thing or do you think all six of them need to be playing at their top level in order for the Celtics to win? Uh, I definitely <clears throat> not because yeah, like smart being able to come off the bench and especially like with like Tremont or something off the bench, like mm-hmm. we have, we have a lot of great like scorers and they really prove themselves when they're needed. Um, and so like, yeah, if even like Tatum had a really rough game, but I feel like if, you know, Giannis had fouled out and didn't go on to score a few more points in the fourth, we would have won that game. Or for like, if, you know, we had a few less turnovers with Hayward. We would have won that game because of what Smart brought. And even uh, Wanamaker had a pretty good game off the bench, really helping us out. So, yeah, I don't think all of our starters need to be 
doing that well. I think we have room and a, a really solid bench that we should be able to make up for that in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Sam, what do you think about that question? I feel like, so Tatum had a bad game and other people are having good games. I feel like Tatum needs, the way this team works, I feel like if you aren't, if you don't have it and other people do have it, like, for example, I thought Gordon Hayward was really good. I also mm-hmm. thought Marcus was really good. And Jalen Brown was all right. He didn't have a mo- the most efficient game, but he got it done. If if you're not putting the ball in the basket, you need to be able to de- defer to the other guys on the team. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Tatum took a shot in crunch time, and like, like you knew it wasn't going to go in. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, it wasn't a terrible look or anything. Don't get me wrong, but like, I don't know. When you have someone like Gordon Hayward, who's been a star in the league in the past, he's been able to, you know, be the guy on a contending team. Um, you need to be able to defer to him. I understand. Um, you know, I also understand the the opposite to that is uh, you don't want to show that you're not confident. You want you got to keep shooting sometimes. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like that's just not the time. I feel like that was a big game way to set the tone for the the restart and everything like that. And I I feel like even with the way that Tatum played, they could have won that game. Yeah. If he yeah. just made different decisions down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I think if Kemba had more playing time in him, the Celtics would have won the game because he was hot and he was playing. That's well. also true. I completely agree. I was, in the fourth quarter, I was looking at, I was like, dang, I wish we still had some Kemba. Mm-hmm. Right, hundred percent. And, and then, Tatum took Tatum took the most shots. He took eighteen shots in that game. Brown right. took fifteen, and Hayward only got fourteen, which I, I don't completely agree with. I don't know what's going on with Tatum. Now you you miss jump shots. You miss jump shots. It is what it is. But the way he's going to the basket does not look the same as the way he was going to the basket before the break. I don't know what happened. He doesn't look as strong going in, whether that's mental. He's definitely not physically weaker. He definitely looks big. But, like, he he just doesn't have the same aggression. He's taking, like, little reach-around layups, and he's not even hitting the rim. I, I don't understand. I don't I don't know what the issue is or what happened to him that makes it so he's no longer – effective going to the basket but he needs to definitely get that back in order for him to be successful as well as the team to me it kind of seemed like Tatum was like backpedaling and really almost second guessing himself like even when he's he's like driving he almost like looks like he's you know second guessing what he's doing not totally going hard to the rim yeah no something definitely looked off in the game, especially after he missed his first couple of shots, because in the game against Phoenix, he missed a few, got it going, and then he was back in like confident shooting ball. But he just never had that in this game, so I don't think he ever got in his rhythm. And so by the end of the game, when he was even taking layups, like you said, he kind of looked like he was backpedaling. He didn't know what to do. He's no confidence uh, throughout him. So I think once he makes a few shots, gets a couple good games in him, he should be fine. But uh, I see a lot of people on Twitter saying he should stop playing golf and focus on basketball. So. Maybe that's a key here, but today's the day. He's got to he's got to come out today, yep. and he doesn't have to have a monster game. I would say he should have an efficient game. That's what he should look to do. <clears throat> Pick his spots. Yeah. It, it's a team game. You got Kemba back now. He's at full strength for the most part. He looks good. Jalen Brown has looked incredible for the most part since they've returned from the break. I think he's been the most impressive guy on the team since the return. And Gordon Hayward's also looked way stronger, way more confident. 
the the pieces around Tatum are looking really strong. Yes. So it's okay for him to have to defer sometimes. And I think he needs to understand that. I don't know if he does. He probably does. He's in the NBA. He's smart. But like <laughs> he he doesn't have to take 18 <clears throat> shots every game. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, who's going to guard him in this Blazers game? Carmelo Anthony? Like, maybe, I guess. Uh, unless they put CJ on him, which, again, I don't think is a great matchup. They don't have any great wing defenders. I think Dame's an okay defender. Uh, Nurkic I think it's good. important for him to come out in the first quarter and get himself good yes. looks at the rim and finish him. He's gonna. He's just going to get on a good start. He's just... I'm I'm all for the shot creating shots he takes from three, stepping to the side, because it is his shot. He's mastered it over the season. Maybe less mid-range. He was taking a fair amount of those. Just get to the basket. Make sure you convert. Get good looks. And I, I'm sure Brad's going to drop some plays or call some plays from earlier in the game just yeah. to try and get him going, because he's a crucial part to this team's success. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Trailblazers are coming off a super hot win. Uh, against the Grizzlies, clutched Massive. up with Melo. Very the happy they won that game. I'm very upset that I turned it off because I thought it was over. Memphis needs <laughs> to keep losing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to watch the end because the Celtics were playing anyways, but I think that was great. I think the Blazers could do some serious damage if they get into the playoffs. That team looks really, really good together. Uh, but yeah, and Smart Farmer, you mentioned Brad Wanamaker and Tremont Waters in the same sort of thought, and I guess that's its own thought within itself. We talked about it time on time and time again on this podcast, but I, I'd just like to get everyone's opinions here. Uh, Tremont Waters did not even dress, I don't think, for the game against Milwaukee, and that upset me a little because I thought he had a really good three scrimmage games. Do you think that Waters should be getting Wanamaker's minutes, or do you think Wanamaker is the right player to play uh, in the playoffs this year? Um, that's a good question. Really good. Because especially with Hayward leaving in the playoffs, like, I think we'll be needing to rely. Well, like we'll, we'll be like Wanamaker will be very important. However, if we can have Tremont coming in as well and looking like the G league MVP or whatever he got, then that would be awesome. I think Tremont has a lot of potential. Um, and I mean, Wanamaker isn't as flashy as Tremont. He definitely brings a lot to the team. Like he did, he brought a lot versus the Bucks. Um, but mm-hmm. the playoffs, I think Tremont would shine a bit better than Wanamaker would, mm-hmm. especially in the fact that I think Tremont is a little less selfish. And since he's younger and trying to, you know, prove himself and help out. And Wanamaker sometimes does get a little stuck in the ISO and take opportunities away from other players. It's a great point. Yeah. Uh, watching the other the other day was really frustrating because like he never dishes the <laughs> ball in transition ever. And it's like unreal. Like I don't understand how you're a point guard and like you aren't you have tunnel vision on the break. That's the easiest point in the game to find somebody because the other team's all out of sorts. I just don't get it. It's insane. And it's so frustrating to watch. I think Tremont, you're absolutely right. I think Tremont would potentially have a great opportunity to make a name for himself in the playoffs because he reminds me a little bit of Rondo, the way he's able to um, run the game and find people. And then he also has that Isaiah bit about him, the way his his moves are, and obviously he's smaller. 
like, I don't know. I think he's got tons of potential to be an impact player in a playoff scenario. And it's, it is frustrating not to see him getting minutes. Yeah, something I was going to say is it's, uh, you guys brought it up about Wanamaker being very uh, tunnel vision. Uh, Waters has this crazy good pass, like, uh, like passing ability and court vision. It's crazy to see the passes he can, one, see in the first place, and two, actually make. Like some to Romeo cutting, Romeo in the corner, just everybody. He seems to see the entire floor at once. He has eyes in the back of his head. I think it's super impressive, and I, I, I don't know if I would necessarily play him over Brad at this point, because he hasn't had that playoff experience. He hasn't proven that he can shoot efficiently. And that is the one thing Brad Watermaker has proven that he can shoot the ball very efficiently from the free throw line or behind the arc or whatever. So I'm not sure if I'd play him right now, but I think he should get the opportunity if that makes sense. Like I think Watermaker might be the safe play, but Tremont waters has much more upside at this point uh, to play in the playoffs. Um, But yeah, uh, Sam, I know there's something you wanted to bring up. So, yeah, Smart Forder, you do tons of designs for Celtics t-shirts and wallpapers and stuff like that. How did you get into doing that? And do you have a favorite design that you have done? Uh, so I got into it pretty much when I stumbled upon Celtics Twitter. because So I took like graphic design and art classes all throughout school. And right. so when I noticed that like people on Celtics Twitter make edits and stuff, I was like, fuck it. I feel like I can do that. I'm, I want to do that because it's something I, I like art and I love the Celtics. Um, so, and I also love the fact that weird Celtics Twitter, their edits tend to be pretty like trippy, psychedelic. Uh, so I, I, my favorite one I've made is probably the one called Drifting on the Jays. Uh, and it, yeah, I just love that one. It's really, I'm, I'm actually wearing, still wearing the t-shirt right now. Is that, is that a t-shirt one, you have, Jack? Yeah, I think that's the one I got. It's so cool with like the rainbow dripping and the Jays jumping into each other. Oh, yeah. awesome. Great design. I love it. I think it looks sick. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, no problem. No problem. Everyone seems to love, uh, the designs on Twitter. Do you have any moments uh, in the future, like that have happened since the last design you made that you're looking forward to making any, any bubble, bubble designs we're going to see <laughs> anything, uh, brewing. Well, so I, I, I recently made one that included Carson's dunk on Harden. Uh, and unfortunately there weren't really any good, like photographs of that moment. They were all pretty much like screenshots of the, of video. Yeah. Um, but that's, I'd love to make a really nice edit out of that. Um, I'm really looking forward to Tatum heating up and being able to make a Tatum edit. But I've been focusing on Jalen Brown a lot just because of his activism outside of the game. And in my opinion, he's been a real star in the bubble for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Jalen Brown's been great. Uh, he's one of the, I think, smartest players uh, outside of basketball, if we're talking, does the most, just one of the most impressive, like, humans in the NBA right now, I think, with everything he's doing. Him, Malcolm Brogdon, Donovan Mitchell, I know, does a lot. Westbrook, Chris Paul, just all of them in general are doing a lot uh, for the current events going on right now, and I think it's it's really nice to see, so that's impressive. And then, uh, I know, Sam, you like to bring up a few uh, specific questions we ask all our guests, if you want to get into those. Yeah. So 
Do you have a favorite piece of Celtics memorabilia, jersey, autograph, <coughs> pictures, whatever, and what's the story behind it? Um, so my boyfriend actually makes these koozies for like beer or whatever, and they are like Bob koozies. Um, and so like it's it's just like essentially Bob koozies jersey on a beer koozie and i mean i use that every day i love that That's fucking <laughs> i unfortunately unfortunately i don't have much like you know signed stuff my dad has a lot of like larry bird signatures on pictures and stuff but i don't they're not in my possession but yeah that bob koozie is awesome so i can just have always it's an awesome idea yeah it's fucking genius what how has no one ever thought of that wow that's crazy. I, I, that, <laughs> that thought didn't even pass my mind. That that sounds the concept and everything. Just wow. Hats off to him. That's that's sick. Super cool. Uh, keep, you can keep going, Sam. <laughs> Sorry. Do you do you have um? No, that's fine. Do you have a favorite Celtics memory aside from winning the championship? Do you have a favorite game or um? You know, a game you've been to or anything like that. Um. I wasn't at this game, but my favorite Celtics memory is probably the double uh, fouls on Harden with Marcus Smart. That's a great one. That that might be one of my favorites, to be yes. honest. Tell the memory. story. Tell the story, Sam. Tell the Yeah, tell every the time London someone story. talks about this, I tell the story <laughs> about um, – during that game, I was, I was vacationing. I was in London, and so – we were staying in my mom's friend's flat because mom's a flight attendant, so she knows people like from the places she goes. So she she has a friend in London. We were staying there, and um, so that was all happening. And I'm watching on my iPad. It's like four in the morning, <laughs> and like I want to like scream and really like be excited, but like I can't because it's four in the morning, and I don't want to wake up like the people in neighboring flats and be a terrible guest. So I was silently punching air in celebration when that was happening <laughs> i love that story every time I, I i can't even count how many times we've heard it but i love it every time super funny That's awesome. one of my favorite stories uh ever <laughs> uh, you want to finish uh any more questions sam any with that train i feel I like i always more. ask more but i i'm blanking right now i can't I think, do you do you, you have, have any that i usually ask do you have a favorite jersey like do you have any celtics jerseys yeah, in general that's a good one so which is your favorite i don't I wish I had a jersey. I'm actually, I'm honestly, my first jersey that I'll get is probably going to be a Jalen Brown jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What about you guys? <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot of jerseys. I get them from like, I, I don't get any real jerseys. I'm broke. I'm broke. College, oh, okay. So yeah, that's I, that's my issue. I'm like, I don't want to get, oh, yeah. you know, just like a, yeah. DH Gate is really good. They ship from China, which is a little weird. So I stopped for a while, but. I think it's cooled down a little, so they also take a while and they have this thing going on. But I do have lots and lots of jerseys from there because I don't really spend my money on many things, so I just spend it on really cheap jerseys. So I collect NBA jerseys in general. I think I have I have every Celtic on the current roster. I have a jersey for. Wow, so that's it, awesome! It's a bit excessive, but I think it's really cool. I also have I'm trying to think of what else, other Celtics jerseys I have. I have Isaiah Thomas, I have Kyrie. And a Kyrie All Star jersey and a Tatum All Star jersey. I ordered a Kemba one, but I, I didn't get it yet because uh, they take a while. 
I have Marcus Morris, Aaron Baines, Al Horford, Terry Rozier. Um, I'm trying to think. I basically I have one from every NBA team as well. I think either ordered or that I already have right now. So I have every Celtic on the current roster, and then at least one of every NBA team, which so is still I, I not okay. <laughs> Why? Why? It's a collection, man. Come on. Uh, no, I'm not allowed to have non-Celtics jerseys. No, you're not allowed to have Lakers jerseys or oh Sixers God. jerseys. You're the worst. It's just a collection. It's just for the sake of the collection. <laughs> and my, I uh, dream about Embiid someday going to the Celtics. I do, too. I, that, that I'm, I'm with you on awesome. that. He would be a <laughs> tremendous Celtic. Sam says this all the time, yeah. He'd be great. He would fit right in. People would love him. Mm-hmm. I hate playing Embiid, but he's so good. Man, I also I'm on the train. I like Simmons. I really do like Simmons' game. I know no, Sam Simmons sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I think he also sucks. Oh my god! <laughs> I always get uh, bullied by our guests because I I like Simmons and Sam always teams up on me with them because uh... if he could shoot, he would be okay. But like <laughs> he can't shoot. Like I would uh, yeah, just like laugh really at him as he stands point. at the three point line. Like uh, I'm curious. Seen to see Brad this. embarrass the man time and time again. By not yes. guarding him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm curious. This smart partner. What are your thoughts on LeBron? Sam, don't say anything. Uh well, I really like LeBron. I have since yes! I was a kid. Uh, I did like a in like third grade. I did like a project on on an athlete, and I picked him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I've always loved him. Yeah. Uh, especially I'm I'm super anti Warriors and anti Steph Curry. So yeah. that helps that out. I, yeah, I'm yeah. always picking LeBron. Yeah, I, I like LeBron. Sam despises LeBron. I hate LeBron. So I, I just wanted to see which side of the And I'm like the opposite of you. Like I always I always rooted for the Warriors just so LeBron wouldn't win. I was so <laughs> happy like when they would beat him. Oh my gosh. So Sam Sam, you were probably cr- like pissed when LeBron came back and blocked that shot on Eggie, huh? Did you watch that last I, I wasn't pissed, but I was like, Oh jeez. You know, like <laughs> I, I don't really – when the Celtics aren't in the finals or anything, like, I, I don't even watch the finals that much, to be honest with you, if the Celtics aren't in. Like, I'll watch the games, but, like, you know, like I don't really care. I, I don't really care. But if I had to pick, like, I don't want LeBron to win. Like, that's – especially now. Now he's on the Lakers, I really don't want them to win. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you this. I guess this is a terrible, terrible hypothetical to think about. But if for some reason the Celtics don't win, which I think – obviously they're going to win with the Celtics, but – who would you want to see win the finals out of like all the teams? Like who would you be like, you know what? This isn't the end of the world. I'm okay with this smart forwarder. I'll start with you. Who would you not mind seeing win? I'd love to see the trailblazers win with Mello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. And I think they have a good chance if they make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. There's very big sleeper team, especially with Nurkic back. Nurkic looked incredible against Memphis. He was crazy. And then obviously Dame and CJ are going to do their thing. So I'd love to see them win. Sam, what about you? Uh, the Clippers. Uh, <coughs> still like Doc. Still like Marcus Morris. Always liked Kawhi. Think he's yeah. hilarious. Um, you know the Clippers are. I mean, I don't really believe in having like two favorite teams, but like they're probably my second favorite team just because of like the the players that have been through there. You know, Doc being there, Paul Pierce was there. Um, so you know. You, I've always been kind of like rooting for them in the back of my head, but like I really, you know, obviously like I don't care if they win, but like if it's not yeah. the Celtics, I want it to be them. Um, and then if I had to pick someone from the East, uh, as much as I hate Milwaukee fans, Milwaukee, because yeah. I hate them the least. That. Yeah. 
or, or maybe Toronto, but I don't like Kyle Lowry. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't want Kyle Lowry to win again, especially without Kawhi. Cause then I'll get more credit. Yeah. Miami. I don't like them. Philadelphia, obviously don't want them to win. I wouldn't mind Indiana is Kel- not going to win. Kelly Olynyk, though. I wouldn't mind seeing Olynyk win a title. Yeah. I like Kelly. Oh yeah. I, I like the heat a lot, especially like Bam. And uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like Jimmy Butler. So mm-hmm. I think they're a great team. Jake Crowder too. Former Celtic. Right I also there. think Jimmy Butler. Would oh be yeah. A good Celtic. Jimmy Butler would be a good Celtic. People would love him here. Oh, Jimmy yeah, Butler would be great. Energy. Yes, he'd be great on any team without the drama. Imagine him and Marcus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love it. I, I I think I tend to agree with both of you. I'd say the Trailblazers are my favorite team outside of Boston, just because I love Dame. I love Damian Lillard the way he plays. I think he's great. But then out of the East, I I don't mind Giannis. Like I like Giannis. I think he's a nice dude. Like he's never done anything that has made me hate him yet. So. I don't have any vendetta against him, so I wouldn't mind seeing him get a ring, especially at, what, 24, 25? That's crazy. So <clears throat> I think that'd be really cool to see. Being of crazy, I can't believe Jalen Brown posted that on his story. Like, yeah. that's something <laughs> that I could see somebody else doing, but not him. He's like he's like Mr. Mature and, you know, like, I'm an adult, oh, and he did God. that. Like, I, I, I'm all for it. Like, I like that, but, like, it's not something you think you would see from him. Like, maybe, yeah. like canter like that's like a canter thing to do mm-hmm. and then smart got fined <laughs> smart, yeah but like i don't know you I don't, I don't like when they find them for like speaking their mind like that yeah because like it was it was obvious it, it was so obvious <laughs> like they weren't gonna follow them out like when they went to review the hostile act you knew they weren't gonna go and look at it and have like time to think about it and be like yeah you know uh we're gonna eject Giannis in his first game back that is on I national know. tv yeah. It's not going to happen. Literally. And then, even though it probably was a blocking foul, you called it a charge in the first place. Like, you really had to go back just to make sure Giannis stayed in the game, huh? Like, you called it against him, and then you were like, well, wait. In the last two minutes, they do review I know, that are but important. still, man. It was on. a block, unfortunately. It was. And, I mean, the the only argument you could make is like that it's too like there wasn't a ton of evidence to overturn. You know, like yeah. that's usually how it is. If the call is made, like you have to have like overwhelming evidence to overturn he wasn't, it. He wasn't like you could the counter arm. saying he's out of the circle and you know stuff like that, and he was in pretty good position. Uh, it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. I think that game did show me. I think we can contend with the Bucks in a seven-game series if everybody can play their games. Even if they have good games, four out of the seven—that's all it'll take, right? Like, I think right. we can contend with the Bucks. So, uh, that being said, I, I guess the last little question before we end this off here: Is there any team besides the Bucks that scare you, Smart Four? I'll start with you, especially in the East. Is there any team outside of Milwaukee that actually scares you, or you're worried about? Um. I'd say that I'd go with the Raptors a hundred percent. They're really scary. And I'm, did they just win their, their first yeah. game? Yeah. They beat the Lakers yeah. by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm those, that's a really good team. Pascal Siakam is impresses me every game I watch. Um, and I mean, people forget they're the reigning champs. Yeah. Yeah. They're very, very good. They're a very scary team. And Sam, I'd like to point out that uh, Kyle Lowry dropped I know. 33, I know. 14 rebounds, and six assists. So uh, I had a pretty it. good game. <laughs> Sam, who are you scared of outside of Milwaukee? I agree. I think the Raptors are yeah. uh, a threat. The Celtics beat them twice to start the season, but then, um, you know, they dropped the last game against them. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the Raptors are a tough team. They're not particularly – I mean, I think without home court, it's more of an even series in the playoffs. Yeah. I really felt whoever got home court would win the series because Celtics have struggled immensely up in Toronto for, like, mm-hmm. the last, like, five years. Like, they finally won on Christmas. Like, before that, like, they would always get beat up in Toronto, no matter what. Even if they were up, they'd lose. Yeah. So, Toronto for sure. Um, I mean, Philadelphia is not ideal to play in the first round. They are a solid team. I mean, they have a lot of problems, though. I don't know. It's just it's a wild card with them. They could be a threat, I guess, is my answer to that. But, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I think the Raptors and then, obviously, the Bucks are the two teams I'm scared of. But what's really crazy is that the Heat, I think we can beat Pacers, Sixers, Magic, Nets, Wizards, all fine. I'm just very glad we don't play out West because Lakers are really good. Clippers are really good. I think the Nuggets are really good. Don't know about the Jazz, but the Thunder, Rockets, and Mavericks, I think, are also really good. Like, the West is just stacked, I think, right now. The Celtics have come to play against the good teams in the West. That's one thing about the Celtics, and I I don't know if I've said this here before, but I've said it in articles that I would write, is one thing about Brad Stevens' coach teams is they always play to the level of their competition, whether it's good or bad. Like, when they lost to Washington this year, and that was bad. (laughs) And but then they'll go out, you know, they played their ass off against the Clippers in both games, both games of the year, like tremendous games. Um, they yeah. they hung with the Clippers, they hung with the Lakers, and they they absolutely blew the doors off them in the Garden. And then they hung <laughs> with them in Staples. Oh, yeah. Um, Houston, Houston was a problem. They they choked the game in the Garden. They should have won that game. And yeah. Who else did you say? Denver, they blew the doors off at the Garden, and then they lost the game. But they almost Thunder. came back when Kemba almost died. OKC. OKC is a good team, man. Very good. But very good. I don't think – you know, obviously they won't have to play them. Yeah, Portland will see today. Dallas uh, is Luka. Luka Magic, baby. So, Celtics yeah. swept the Mavericks this year, if I'm not mistaken. I was mm-hmm. at the first game. That was a great game. The West is very good, and I would say much better than – at least the bottom half of the West is better than the bottom half of the East. For but. sure, yeah. Anyway, Celtics in their east are in the east, so that doesn't matter too much. But, so uh, uh, this is a good time. I think we can wrap this up. This was really fun. Uh, Smartwaters, anything you want to say? Uh, plug your Twitter, plug your shop. Anything you want to say before we cut this off here? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, and any listeners, uh, I always love any support of my shop. Uh, I recently moved to Redbubble. Um, and I have a lot more options. It's not just t-shirts anymore. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to tweet this out, this podcast, and I will link her shop in the description. So you guys should all definitely check that out. Uh, really great designs. I bought one myself. They look really cool. Uh, really comfy too. So highly recommend. Uh, follow her at Smartwater on Twitter. I'm at BannertownJack. And Sam, I'll let you wrap it up here. Yeah, I'm at Parquet Press. I, I've been like thinking about changing it to Bannertown Sam for like the longest time, but I just haven't done it. Because <laughs> I'm lazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm at Parquet Press. Smartwater, thank you for coming on, and uh, you listen to our show as well. You've tweeted about it, so we really appreciate that. Yeah. Seriously. You have no, you have no idea. Um. Thanks for being a fun guest. Buy her stuff. She makes awesome designs. Um. We're done. Uh. Hopefully the Celtics win today. We'll be back Wednesday. <laughs>